All right. All right, listen up. Listen up. Hear ye, hear ye. Heed my words. Check this out. We're back. You know, I've listened. I've, I've received some feedback for the, the past few episodes, and uh, I'm ready to act on it. I'm ready to act on the feedback, wasting no time, because it's Tuesday. I released those all like two days ago. It's time for a new episode. It's time to bring Steve back into the mix. And uh, Steve, here, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stop talking for a moment. You do whatever you want. You use a use a little bit of time here. Just do something. Do do anything. You know, because we missed you. We missed Steve, and we're glad to have him back. So by now, Steve's done whatever he wanted to do, and uh, we can really get this thing a rolling. Because some of the feedback I've received, let's see, people want more Steve. You know, people wanted more Steve. I did three episodes unedited. They didn't really need editing. Um, But now we're getting back to stories, back to the heart of it, the name, my namesake. You know, story time with Dave, the namesake. We're getting back to the things that matter. Um, I guess I'll continue to get high for the episodes. That was something that people liked, I guess. So I don't know what that says about you and and what you want for my future prospects, especially in the professional world. But I'm not going to judge you. I will simply abide by your commands because you are my master, I suppose. Or that's that's what I've made you, it seems like. Scary stuff. Listen, I got a story. Okay. I wrote it and I worked hard on it and I think it came out pretty pretty damn well and so uh, yeah I'm not gonna do no rambling you know I, I got a show to get to after I do this this is just I figured I had some time might as well get a podcast in so here's the story that I wrote today when I was at work <clears throat> She was shoving truffle fries in her pussy. I didn't know why, I didn't really care. I asked anyway, why are you doing that? It's performance art, she said. All of a sudden, I heard a crash from the downstairs. I grabbed my trusty sand wedge and ran down to investigate. To my surprise, there stood a giant wildebeest. He was grazing on our shag rug. This made no sense. We live in New Jersey. There was only one way to explain it. The portal was open again. I ran back upstairs. Kristen, get those truffle fries out of your pussy. Get dressed, we gotta go. The portal is open again. She shot the truffle fries in a single pelvic thrusting motion like a t-shirt cannon. What happened, she asked. Didn't this happen not too long ago? I thought you said it would be a while. I don't know, I replied. Conor McGregor must have gotten arrested again. I checked my phone and there it was. Really? He smashed a fan's phone? Shouldn't he be getting used to his picture taken by now? Well, you probably never really get used to that, Kristen interjected. She had a point. The fact remained that the portal was still open and more African wildlife would continue to pour into New Jersey until that portal was sealed. We made our way to Bayonne, New Jersey. 
you could usually find the epicenter pretty easily. You had to just look for the smelliest place possible. By now we were accustomed to starting in Bayonne. We always started the search in Bayonne, the smelliest place we could find. It smells so bad there. Have you been to Bayonne? Slowly, we drove down the main streets looking for any signs of the portal opening. From the east, I could see a figure quickly approaching. Just as I may have been able to make out what it was, the creature leapt onto the windshield of the car and started clawing at the window. It was a lion! Kristen and I were in a panic, but she managed to pull the lever and spray windshield wiper fluid at the beast. The lion freaked out. I think she got him right in the bunghole. He jumped off the car and gave us a stare down, but he ran away. The stakes were high now. It would only be a matter of time before Bayonne would be overrun with African beasts. And then it would only be a matter of time until a place that people actually care about would be overrun with African beasts. To be honest, the lions and wildebeests and all that stuff made Bayonne a lot more interesting. It was more out of care for the animals that I wanted to put this to the end. No one should be subjected to that region of New Jersey, that smelly, smelly region. Especially not a majestic lion of the Sahara. Bayonne wasn't the place this time. We looked everywhere and we couldn't find the portal, but where could it be? We got on the highway and I hit the gas. It was a race against time. I kept replaying the riddle in my head over and over again. In a place, home of the terrible, a smelly place filled with heteros. In a place, home of the terrible, a smelly place filled with heteros. I was coming up empty and I started to get worried. Were we not going to be able to find it this time? Just as the doubt began to overwhelm me, I could see it on the horizon, MetLife Stadium. That was it. It had to be. Home of the terrible, the Jets, filled with heteros. Well, you know gays hate sports. This had to be the place. We took the exit and pulled up to the gate to enter the stadium parking lot. Kristen and I got out of the car and began running towards the entrance. There was no time to waste. But a security guard saw us. He yelled, stop right there. I have a taser, bitch. I'll tase you. We turned around, and before I even had a moment to call this guy a cuck, he was trampled by an elephant. His body was crushed entirely. It was pretty brutal. I mean, you see stuff like that happen in kids' movies. You see a guy get stampeded or something. It's kind of funny. But you see that shit in real life. It's very disturbing. Anyway, the elephant ran up to us, and... As I thought he might trample us as well, he stopped and he bent down for us to climb aboard. Kristen and I got on. I leaned towards the elephant's ear and I spoke thus. Dunga Dunga Babunga Barbiglia. What are you doing? Kristen asked. I'm trying to communicate with the elephant by speaking African. First of all, Kristen declared, that wasn't African. I'm pretty sure you said Berbiglia. That's the last name of a famous comedian. Second of all, elephants speak English, dummy. Yeah, motherfucker, said the elephant. Now let's close this motherfucking portal, you motherfucking bitch-ass honky motherfuckers. I really liked that elephant. He was bold. 
He burst through the stadium do doors. We rode all the way around the building, but there was no sign of the portal. But you could feel the energy. This was definitely the place. Spider monkeys were throwing feces at us as we rode by. It was exhilarating. We broke through another set of doors and ran out onto the field. There on the 50-yard line was the portal. It was time to end this. I had to remember. What was the end of the riddle? It had been so long since the last portal opening. What was the riddle? The person most important to you sacrificed them, you fucking Jew. The person most important to you sacrificed them, you fucking Jew. This was always the worst part, but I knew what I needed to do. Kristen knew too. She looked at me, nodded her head to affirm, and she began walking to the portal. Kristen, stop, I yelled. No, she said. I know what needs to be done. You don't, I said, and she stopped. Slowly, I approached the elephant. I rubbed his long trunk with my hand. Tears filled my eyes. Dunga, Babunga, I said. The elephant wrapped his trunk over my shoulder and embraced me. You my favorite motherfucking honky. Those were the last words I would ever hear from him. He walked in the portal and he, along with all the other African beasts, were gone. It was just me and Kristen. And Kristen was very angry. What the fuck was that about, yelled Kristen. What do you mean? That was Dunga. That was his destiny. Kristen was incensed. No, 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 no way. You said the riddle. You said the person most important to you is who you got to sacrifice Jew. Okay, first of all, I said, you kind of butchered the riddle. You do that all the time. It's so annoying. And you, you know what? You just assume. You just assume you're going to be the sacrificed one. That's what you do. You just assume that you're going to be the one that gets sacrificed. Uh, yeah, I assume that. We met the elephant like 20 minutes ago. We've been together like seven years. Look, me and that elephant had a spiritual connection. I wouldn't expect you to understand. A spiritual connection? Really? She asked. Yes, a spiritual connection. And wait a sec, are you mad at me right now? That you didn't have to die? You know, if, if you went onto that portal, you'd be dead right now. You should be thanking me. And you, and you should be comforting me because I lost my elephant brother, Dunga. You know what? Fuck you. You and your elephant friend, she said. You're my least favorite honky, she added. Well, whatever, bitch. I always thought the truffle fries thing in the pussy was weird as fuck anyway. I sat down at the 50-yard line, exhausted. I looked up at the stars. Dunga, babunga. I whispered, and I saw a star flicker. The end. Bye everyone, I love you.